four Midwest Guys presents... Here we go. I've got a mission for you. This should be good. Blend in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. Star Wars Resistance Decoded. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Midwest Guys Presents Star Wars Resistance Dakota. Today, we will be reviewing episodes four and five. Four and five. Um, the reason why we're changing the uh, the whole numbering system is technically this should be three and four the way we've been going, but apparently Disney sees things a little differently and actually counted the pilot as part as episodes one and two. So, therefore, uh, three, four, and five. So we're going to cover four and five today, which is fuel for the so episode four, fuel for the fire, and episode five, the high tower. So not to get everybody confused. So we're just we want to keep our numbering the same as uh, they do, so as to keep everybody on the same page. So therefore, if you're looking for episode three, <laughs> there isn't one. Uh, well, there is. But, <laughs> please see re episode, episode two. Four, I should say. <laughs> if you want to see episode two, please see episode one. Right. So and two. So yeah. So we're now all on the same page going forward. So <laughs> when will four be five? Soon. Soon. <laughs> when will then be not? All right. So let's talk about. Let's start with fuel for the fire. Um, right off the bat on this episode, uh, we get the whole "prepare to be impressed" uh, line that uh, we use in, the, in our own opening, and that's been used in various tra trailers and whatnot. And uh, we kind of see Kaz. He's still struggling to be a mechanic. He has kind of an engine kind of out all on its own and hooked up and. He doesn't do so hot with it. Well, still. I will admit that he did He did way more than we thought he could do. On his own. Yeah, yeah on his own. And it, it did actually start up, mm -hmm. but it quickly faded flamed out, out and flamed out. So yeah, he's getting better, but he's still not good. No, not even a little bit. And, and Jaeger's really keeping the pressure on him, too. He's like, you have to get this fixed. He's not letting him off the hook. You know, He's like, well, you still have to get it done. It's your job to finish this. He's finish like, it. Despite the race, you still have to do it. Yep. Um, and, of course, you know, that... Uh, He's kind of like ADD, you know. He he has his attentions like it's attention spans. You remind you of that so far, Cass? Um, I don't know if it's ADD, um, but he very he is very easily distracted. Yeah, like, and you could tell he's thinking about random things, and he's just like squirrel, right? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if that's ADD or not. I mean, it could be. Yeah, but it's just he definitely has, he has that. He's very distracted. Yeah, very distractible. Very much so, and you you can tell because the engine ends up falling in the water. Um. And, uh, you know, when they re so when they bring it back out, Yeggers, he reminds him, he says, you need to fit in. You need not to basically draw attention to yourself. To You know, it's basically the, the line he's trying to give him. Um, but, you know, he's, Kaz is still, he's, he's like, well, I, I'm not a mechanic. I, you know, I'm, I'm a spy. That's, that's who I am. And, and he's still kind of hanging on to that whole thing uh, going on there. I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, he, Yeager's looking at him as, you're a mechanic first, then a spy. Right. And Kaz is looking at it as, I'm a spy first, then a, then a mechanic. Yeah. So it, what, I don't, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm here to spy. Right. And and he's not realizing that the whole point of being a spy is to blend in and have people not know that you are the oddball out. Right. So that's why he's, he's kind of keep pushing him. To, to go that way and mm -hmm. keep his cover up. Yep. Because, you know, 
Because eventually people are going to realize, like, wait a minute, he hasn't fixed anything since he's been here. Yeah, and what's he doing here, and why, why is he even trying, you know? Right. Who is this guy, essentially? Um, and, of course, you know, Kaz kind of pouts and goes away and ends up at Aunt Anzi's bar, and uh, he's doubting he can uh, he can fit in with Jaeger and his crew. Even he has, you know, I'm not sure where I fit in, and... Even as he's like, well, there's other places you can go, you know, there's other ways to survive here mm -hmm. kind of thing. But um, I don't know. And then you even get the little uh, pedophile guy, Godel, offers him a place to stay with him, which is a little bit too much like Family Guy's pedophile. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely had that. Well, hi there. Right. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> You can come stay with me. How are you? All right, um, but yeah, so uh, you know, so enter Rucklin, um, who's voiced by Elijah Wood, aka Frodo, for those of you who don't know who that is, um, and his crew, um, and they're kind of, basically, they're they're seeing this as their way, or at least Rucklin is. Um, they're really the the whole time they're using Kaz, right? You know, um, so Rucklin's a you know kind of a a hothead, I guess. A wants to be a big time racer, wants to be an ace like everybody else here. Um, and then you got, um, he's got, uh, was it Lynn Gava? She kind of has that, um, uh, World War II, um, you know, female iron worker look to right. her. Uh, that's probably the best way. There's not much. She's kind of a static character. Yeah. And then you got the, the, the Celeste, the Celestin, uh, Gork, uh, Wiles, um, which unlike Nine Nub, who's the other Celestin we've, we've seen in Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, he speaks English. Right, and he's kind of playing along with, um, with, with with Rucklin, and they, they, to me they kind of remind me of um, like a sh a young street race crew, kind of hustling. Um, yeah, they definitely kinda, seem like hustlers, almost yeah. like a. It, what it reminds me of is like some of those you know the movies that we used to see as kids, where mm -hmm. you know it's the the kid who wants to fit in, yeah, and has rich parents, yeah. and. And the you know the the jocks or whoever know that he's trying to fit in, so they're going to throw a party at yeah. his house, and they just wreck the place. And yeah, that's kind of what the feeling that I get from this. From this, yeah, it's kind of that meets uh, Fast and the Furious kind of race yeah. because they they use uh, even the Celestian uh, Gork goes would be nice if we had some of that hot sauce or that super. You know, they're yep. kind of using that mm -hmm. like racing terms and and things like that. Um, so. Uh, but anyway, they befriend, you know, they go through the whole befriending, wow, befriending Kaz uh, to get Jaeger's hyperfuel. And that's all they're after mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And um, and I don't know about you, Brian, but I thought when they were going, when they first raced those speeder bikes, did you think they were stolen? Because I thought. Oh, 100%. Because if they were theirs, they wouldn't have had to go through all, they'd crawl through all the spaces and everything Right, else that's what I was thinking. To try to get down to where that, whatever level that was. Yeah. And I feel like they, they, they were. Yeah, stolen. Stolen. But all the, at the same time, it was like they got on them really easy. There was nobody around them, right? And and obviously they used it as a and, and obviously a one of them, one of them was boy. yeah one of them was already you know messed with yeah. so that it would it would fail right so 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 yeah it would and it just shows you to the depths and the levels that they would go that somebody would plan it out that detailed and that level of deceit just to oh yeah get it, it was a setup on there. it was a setup that's yeah for sure. a, a complete setup a complete you know heist almost set up anyway um but yeah uh we also probably the best part of this whole episode for me was we learned a little bit about jaeger's past um we found out through the pictures that was on his desk and stuff that jaeger was a 
fighter pilot at the Battle of Jakku. Mm-hmm. So he's an X-Wing pilot. And uh, that he also has a family. <coughs> Which was interesting to me. And um, also, the uh, if you look at the picture of his family, and you were the one that, that caught this, Brian, why don't you bring it up so when they're looking at the picture of his family in the background it's actually oh yeah the background of the plant that they're on is actually the one for disney disney yeah, the World. star wars land the, the new star wars land so, that they're doing building down there is actually yeah. it's the same image that's behind behind them. so they're tying in star wars resistance into disney world yeah so it's a nice nice ploy to bring good in. job marketing team i believe the planet is about to i could be wrong if i'm not don't don't crucify me but um yeah so it's it's interesting uh to see them uh tie all that in so but it was also cool to learn a little bit more about Jaeger. So we've got multiple levels. We're starting to figure him out a little bit mm-hmm. as we go. Um, also, uh, Ruckland's group says uh, he's also the uh, the only one who uh, who raced once, but he could have been an ace. But apparently, right, he was good enough. Good, good enough. But yep. so Ray, Ruckland thinks the only way he was good enough is because he was using that hyperfuel that he's holding. So that's why they want it so bad. Right. Because in their mind, that's how they've they put it, the two and two together. Um, right, but uh, we, we do come to find out, though, that the fuel, he actually is only holding on to it because it's unstable. It's so super unstable. Right. And so that's why he's actually holding on to it, and they don't realize that, yep. and then his ship blows, and right, he and then, saves him, and then he, was like, he then he gets mad at him for saving, you know, he's like, right. I, I could have married it. Like, no, you couldn't have. No, you couldn't have. You know, and they were, he's like, I'm trying to save you from yourself, you asswipe, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, so... You know, it's, it's that whole, um, I guess there's that, uh, like you've been saying, they've been using the whole family lessons kind of thing in each. So this was this week's lesson, I guess, for the kids. Is right. Be careful he, who you choose as your friend. Right. And, he had that part. He yeah. also had the always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So even though those people had tricked him and everything else, right. he still did the right thing by trying to help them. By saving, trying to save him. Yeah. yeah from, from himself. So, um, so. This brings me to, um, as you, uh, Brian and I often go back and forth about, um, I'm always looking for Jedi. I'm always looking for the Force because to me that's that's Star Wars. Um, so I'm I was before we uh, we began reviewing some of these and we uh, we were thinking, well, hopefully there'll be some Jedi in there somewhere or something, some reference to the Force. And mm-hmm. so far there's been nothing. Um, but I'm holding out hope here. I'm thinking. Just by the little clues we're getting on Jaeger. Um, you know, so here's my... Is Jaeger a Jedi or is he Force-sensitive? So here's my points that he might be. Uh, he's reluctant to fight. He seems to be an ace pilot, so we hear. Uh, he seems to be hiding something, or there's other levels to him mm-hmm. that we've yet to find out. And he's very forgiving to Cass, you know, especially when Cass, you know, ultimately does the right thing. Like in this episode, he's very forgiving. He didn't fire him, didn't kick him out. And the last thing I thought when I got thinking about it, he could be hiding out like Kenobi is in the middle of nowhere. Kenobi was on Tatooine, of course, guarding Luke. I'm not saying he's guarding anybody, but he may just be hiding. Right. Himself. I, I, I think he I think he tried to, not to cut you off. No, sure. I, I think he's trying to escape his past, his past. Okay. And I also think that Kaz reminds him of, I don't know if it was his son or daughter in that picture. Yeah. And he didn't get to do that with And that's why he's. It's like kind of like a father, uncle, fa- uncle slash father figure for yeah. Kaz. Okay, is that he's kind of seeing that this as his redemption of to be able to help. Right, and he did say to Tam too. He did because Tam's like, "Why do we even bother with Kaz?" He's like, "Well, I gave you a chance too." So he's obviously a father, father Flanagan kind of yeah. 
the mentor type mentor yep. kind so it's very possible as well so i don't know i'm just kind of holding out hope that uh, maybe oh god i hope just so. a little bit of the force somewhere in there some somewhere reference. it's got to be there if the yeah. four so if you go back to star wars and the forces and everything and you know blah, 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 right. blah. yeah I think, yeah, the force has to be in this show. If the force is in everything, you're <laughs> guiding my destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it says it is. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm holding out hope. We'll see. So that's the. Uh, we'll give our grade here at the uh, the end of the, the podcast for this. But we're going to move right into episode five now. The uh, the high tower. So, um, I like this episode the best so far. Um, this uh, starts off with the power outage, which seems to be apparently caused by a lack of fuel mm-hmm. which i found interesting because this is at least i thought it was a giant fuel depot in the middle of nowhere on the edge of wild space but apparently they're not getting enough fuel shipments i guess from the pirate attacks and therefore they can't even have enough fuel to run their own facility which is weird is it just an outpost or is it a fuel facility i thought it was a fuel depot so it could be so so it could be just be that the the pirates or first order mm-hmm. are blocking the fuel shipments from getting in so they're, right. they're running out of so they've actually ran the depot dry which right. is interesting yeah uh because that thing would have pretty deep tanks i would think well yeah. but also he also says uh we're going to um ration the fuel supply for 100 hours for 100 hours yeah <laughs> doing it for four days yeah yeah that's pretty drastic yeah and it's like yeah. so i don't know I, and it's just, it's just odd to me that we're like either running out of fuel or you're not why are you rationing for, for 100 hours yeah or they're hitting certain levels that they don't want to hit i i don't know that that part is a little confusing to me and then this episode didn't do a good job of really i mean they kind of explain it and we'll get into it but it not not real well in detail anyway um we uh we find out that uh anzi so they go to anzi's and she thinks that Captain Doza is the First Order, or that he is part of the First Order. Mm-hmm. And, which, uh, which piques, piques uh, Kaz's interest, obviously. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. He's like, BB-8, we're on to something. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, and she makes the, uh, her excuse is, well, the power is is still on on the tower. All you gotta do is look up there. Down here, it's flickering on and off. But if you look up there, everything's fine and yeah. cozy. And she says, their they're first order is behind it. Captain Doza's first order. Okay. Um, and then we find out that there are, this fuel shipment comes in in the middle of the night. And sure enough, it has first order members on board mm-hmm. that they're carrying for these secret meetings or meetings at dark. He clear, Remember, they cleared the, the, uh, the whole shopping area because there was a curfew he put into effect. So nobody could see him coming, you know. Right. So there was all kinds of things kind of being done on the... Yeah, on the D low, yep. at least, not on the up and up. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. What do you think about all that? Do you think that's vindictive of Doza being good, bad, and different? Well, you never know if it's just him being blackmailed, or if it was him actually like he reached out first, right? Or or if it's just his hands are kind of tied, like you know, like Lando's was in Cloud City, right? So you never know. Like it. yeah, you never know. This deal is getting worse all the time. Yeah, yeah, could be. Um, also in this episode, we finally meet the, uh, hype Faison character. Uh, that is the, uh, the one played by Donald Faison from Scrubs. He's the surgeon from Scrubs. Right. Did you, ca- did you catch it when he was, when he sat down in the booth, he sat down just like Greedo did. Did he? I did catch that. So like it was, it was a booth looked very similar yeah. to the one from, uh, Star- like New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. And he looked, they sat down in it 
and he, and he sat there and he, he sat back like this and kicked his leg up like he was <laughs> it was pretty funny i didn't catch that i have to go back and look at that now i have to rewatch it just for that i can't believe i missed it actually uh, but yeah that's cool yeah so. <laughs> it was like it was like it was flipped around and he was sitting where han would have been sitting yeah and then when they go over and sit they're sitting where he would where, where he would be sitting that's pretty it, funny it's interesting he so we you know he's he's obviously he's, he's won everything this year and according to him he won everything last year um <laughs> The uh, the twist to him is is uh, that him and Tam used to be I guess really good friends at mm-hmm. some point maybe on the and same you can team. tell you can tell too like yeah. like it, it was either they were they were they raced together on the same team or she, he, she was his mechanic or yeah you know what I mean like some, it, they were a team they, yeah. they they were close or best friends That's, who wanted to be the aces and they they were gonna be aces together yeah kind of thing and. I guess he he got to he got promoted he got to be an ace and he just kind of left her in behind and hadn't talked to her since um, which is kind of sh- shitty <laughs> really um, yeah. so yeah um, I don't know hard to say what's going you know I would definitely leave some resentment there some unresolved issues um, uh, oh the other thing we found out about uh, Faze is uh, he wants uh, nothing to do with uh, or hype I should say hype phase on what's nothing to do with the first order mm-hmm. uh, he tells kaz i i don't escort them you know i'm down here when they're up there i don't want to be around them right whatsoever um, doesn't want to be associated with them so does this mean you know there's obviously some backstory between him and the first order is it family related uh, you know it could be you know them being since, since they are the new empire um so to speak you know something something in the past there so it'll be interesting to see what they flush out with him going forward and how he might be willing to help Kaz and uh, his missions right. against First Order because he obviously has no love for them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, we finally get our first view of the tower. Um, it is very clean. It's prestigious. Uh, they have the best food. Very luxury. Right, they, they have they have the uh, the, the wait staff. The yeah. Droid, the droid, droid wait staff. Wait, like, yeah, like a butler mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, even Faison's like, hey, whatever you want, we can find it. You don't have you want it we'll get it for you yeah. you know it's that kind of mentality um to it which is in drastic comparison to what's going on you know on the lower levels where people are scrapping to get by on whatever they right. can get get um and uh which is evident by kaz because kaz attacks the 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 the, the tray in a very cartoonish manner but it kind of illustrates maybe he is starving a little bit or you know, i was thinking that because or it's not that he's starving. It's just that's what he used. He used, used to, to eat. eat. He used he, to eat that he's stuff. He's used to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because whoever his dad is, that's the kind of food they used to eat. Right. Like the higher mm-hmm. cuisines yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So a return to uh, what he's his his lifestyle, his way of living, mm-hmm. as it was. Um. Uh, we also get our first look at uh, in the actual uh, series of Griff uh, Holleron or Holler Holler. Halloran, um, he's the former TIE pilot, TIE pilot that we've been talking about. Right. So that we really haven't seen yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw his ship in part of the escort as well. Okay. So he was involved here. He right. just wasn't involved in the He had no speaking pirate lines. Attack. Yeah, he had no speaking lines. And, he, no. and when we do see him in this one, he's sitting in the chair, which is the same scene we see him in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah. And by the end of this, we've actually seen almost everything out of that Almost. Trailer. Yeah, except for the gold trooper, which may be Phasma and lighting. I don't know. Yeah, the gold trooper, and then also this guy, that, that Griff guy, mm-hmm. uh, walking towards the camera. That was another thing I don't remember seeing in the trailer, but we haven't seen that yet. We either. haven't seen that yet, yeah. But so we're, you know, five episodes in, and they've pretty much 
drain the trailers, which is good because that's new material that you right. know, we have no idea what's coming, mm -hmm. which I'm all about. Um, so let's talk about the, uh, I guess, uh, Doza in the First Order meeting. Um, so Von Reg offers his protection for the attacks on the pirates to help out, even though they're really the cause of them. Um, right, because he knows you can stop them. Right. This is, uh, I don't know, they're just like, they love playing uh, Papeltine's old playbook or whatever, you know, play both sides against the middle um, kind of thing. It's, it's kind of a very uh, watered down version of that, of the of the uh, the Clone War, if it were, mm -hmm. uh, conspiracy. Um, but yeah, so there, and, and even uh, Doza's like, oh, I'm not going to be, I think he even calls it um, blackmail. Blackmail or whatever the word is he uses. But um, yeah, he basically, so, you know, but uh, we also find out, though, that because he's like, well, I can turn you into the First Republic for, because he does, he calls him out, he's like, for blackmail, essentially. Right. And then they come back and go, well, we can get you for, you know, all the uh, underhanded dealing you're doing with uh, the, the separatists, the separate or the uh, underground, the criminal element. Right. In the, uh, in the universe. So apparently he's making trade deals, at least with the uh with the criminal significance right in, what, in the universe and my my guess my guess is, is it's the I and mean, we have you have it listed there is it yeah. for survival or profit yeah my guess is it's for survival of the survival colossus first and foremost yeah that's my thought i don't think it's for profit i think it's yeah. for survival and if it is for profit my guess is it's for profit to help his daughter like yeah. you know what i mean like set his daughter up yeah not really for him personally but make sure his daughter has everything she ever needs kind of thing yeah he you know he does he comes across as a as a, as, a, as a good guy. He is starting to come off as a good guy. He yeah. uh, he may not be perfect, but yeah, he does the best for of his circumstance. Mm -hmm. At least that's the impression I get so far. Um, his look overall, and we really, I don't have this in the notes, but he kind of has like his, uh, even his general outfit or whatever you want to call commander outfit, to me almost looks like something out of Cloud City. Do you remember like mm -hmm. the Cloud City guards kind of wearing like, kind of the same garb? Well, you know, what he reminds me of when I first saw it, he reminds me of this uh, like commercial with Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. <laughs> you know, like the Captain Obvious, yeah. like like ice buckets are cold. Like that guy, <laughs> he has that same the shoulder lapels, lapels and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. It does have like, he does have a little bit of bling going on. Mm -hmm. It's not just you know straight blue. Um, but yeah, he also if this this is the part where it really feels like. Um, um, a little bit of Japanese anime kind of thrown in too with him. Um, he kind of reminds me of, um, God, what was it? Star Blazers. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, there was a captain in there, although he's much older looking, but it kind of gave me that kind of throwback or feel. Um, so people have been making those comparisons to the series, to the old anime series and stuff of the eighties and the 90, early nineties. This is the first time I really gotten kind of that, that feel, uh, if you will out of it um so yeah so we'll see what we'll to see where this goes um because kaz is kind of in over his head now not only has he found a little bit of information he's found a lot of information and from his perspective um well well i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of ourselves here let's rewind so let's talk about the chase scene <laughs> uh, so he, he ends up hiding out in Tor's room. Right, briefly. Yeah, and Tor says, I think you misunderstood me being nice to you. He, she thinks it's romantic, apparently. Right. And he was like, no, no, it's not at all. No, like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Um, what I, a couple things I found interesting about her room is there's a poster in there, and I'm pretty sure that is Sabine's Phoenix symbol that she draws all the time. She drew everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I saw that, and I also saw a teddy bear with a Ewok hoodie, uh, hoodie on it. Yeah. So. I was like, oh, little throwbacks, little 
cool things they throw in there. I don't know. Um, what did you think about the whole chase scene? Because I thought it was pretty well done. It's our first real action we've seen so far. Right. Like, in the, and it was some. It was basically it was the scenes we saw from from the trailer. The trailer. Yeah. Um, so I was okay with some of it. Yeah. Uh, some of it felt a little choppy. Okay. Because uh, we made the comment the one time mm-hmm. on uh, Rebels. Yeah. Where one of the running scenes felt off. Yeah, it's like Super Mario Brother running or something. Right, right. And this one it was it didn't feel it didn't have that kind of feel. Yeah. But you could see where they were struggling how to show Anime. depth when it was running. Yeah, on a narrow yeah. bridge or Yeah, you could whatever. you could tell it was they were Lange. trying they were having an issue and then and it only showed it for a brief, you know a few seconds. Yeah, like yeah. three or five three to five seconds and then it was back to a different angle where it looked more normal. Right, more action. Yeah. Pack, pack. Yeah, I think we're going to see a little bit more of that. It's uh, like Rebels. It, they got better as the seasons progressed. You know, they got used to that style of animation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, they'll, it's a learning experience, I think. And hopefully that'll that'll get better. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. This is our first real action. We got to see him dodging some bolts and stuff like that. And so first real real taste of uh, action, really, in this series. So right. It was, it was our first good guy versus bad guy type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing I thought about this chase scene that I found a little disturbing is he's out there walking along the edge and all of a sudden they're taking bets on will he fall or not. So here's his f- supposed friends. Right. And now Tam's not betting on him and neither is the other guy, the alien, but everybody else is like, he's like 20 credits, he falls, you know, and all of a sudden. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's like, give me 60, give me 80. Like, next thing you know, he's like, he's like the, the main, it's like somebody watching football or something. Right. He's a... He's the entertainment for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I found that a little disturbing. I don't know. Did you find that kind of? Well, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of weird, and also especially since your target audience uh, for this obviously is the much younger. Yeah. Why are you putting that in there for the younger audience? So I mean, maybe they're trying to pull in mm-hmm. the old, little bit older audience that would get understand that's what's happening. Yeah, that could be. And maybe that's a little joke for us, the older. I can see that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so to conclude, though, I think kind of where I was going with this earlier, I think Kaz is a little over his head. He's, he hasn't found out just a small piece of information about the First Order. He's now finding out that there are, from his perspective, it sounds like Doza is First Order so far to him, even though we kind of know contrary to the fact, at least well, from his point of view right now, well, from he, what he's overheard. Yeah, well, he did say, you know, Doza's making a deal with the First Order. Yeah. Better tell Poe. Po. Not... Yeah. Here's what the deal is, or here's the right. situation with. The, he's just he's making a deal. Right. He's already jumped. And I can already guarantee conclusion. that's where the next next mm-hmm. one's gonna be. He's, he's gonna reach out to Poe and say he's making a deal. What kind of deal is he making? Well, I don't know. You gotta find out what kind of deal is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, but he's jumping to conclusions because he hasn't flushed it all out. Right. You know, instead of taking the information that he has, mm-hmm. you know, he's already put his two cents into it. So it'll be interesting to see. He's obviously he barely escapes this whole. You know, getting shot at a thousand times, um, and the bigger, probably the biggest thing to him is is dozes on to him. At the end of the right, we thing. see at the very end of it, yeah. he's watching the video and he's like, right. "Who are you? Like, who are you?" Right. Like, like, but in the very beginning, he said, "I know everybody's on this base." Yeah, right. He's covering, and then he's like, "Who are you?" Well, wouldn't you know? Well, he's, he's saying that to the first order to get right, rid of him. But... Right, but Kaz has been there. Yeah, he even raced against his daughter. Yeah, so you would think he would know. Plus all the excitement of the previous episode too, and even Jaeger's looking up at Doza, and Doza's looking at through him, and he's like, "That's the last thing we need is attention." Right. So you, ourselves. I don't know. but it, that's exactly what's happened to him though. Now the attention's on him. 
So it'll be interesting to see if Doza calls him into his office or if he just lets him keep an extra um, eye on him. My or... guess is we'll, he'll walk down to the to the um, the mechanics bay, the mechanics or... bay or whatever, and yeah. say, you know, just came down to meet the new mechanic. Yeah. You know, I need this fixed. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. T- test him. See what he's at. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, that's our review for both episodes. Uh, let's get into. Let's just give uh, grades for both. Let's start with. Uh, uh, fuel for the fire. Uh, what did you think overall, grade uh, grade wise? C, solid C. I yeah. saw. I'm still. Not, I'm not impressed yeah. by the whole. Yeah. Like we're not even getting. We're not even getting like, you know, like. I can deal with the no Jedi, the no Sith. Yeah. You know, I can deal with that not very yeah. well, but I can deal with that okay. if we have, the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're introduced to new vehicles, or you mm-hmm. know, in space. Right, some fight scenes or something. I don't. I don't. Need, yeah. We're on a water world, and I don't need to see. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 hard, and I think. And um, I'll just start off with my grade. I'll give this a, a B minus. Um, the only reason I didn't give it a lower one is because we got some facts about Jaeger and a little bit of background story, which I have extrapolated on, and hopefully it comes true. But um, I think what's really hurting these first couple episodes because they're character building episodes. Not only do they not have the action bits, but in this whole crazy release schedule that Disney has done, because they put the pilot, they put episode three, and this one, Fuel for the Fire, which is now the re, you know episode four now, um, all out at the same time. And yeah. then instead of putting the air schedule up to the next episode, episode five, they just waited, and they just went week after week after week. So we... We've been waiting. We've been waiting for three weeks for a new episode. Right. And I think that has only um, increased the, the the amount of drawn out, like, oh, my God, you know, you know, we're going to get something out of this. And we finally do get a little bit of action. It's not a ton, but we, you know, once we get to the next episode. Right. It really just was, it was weird because we we're like, okay, season premiere, it's going to be on this time. Yeah. And then we're sitting there and I'm looking online and it's saying season three and four are both available online. I'm like. Yeah. What? Right. I mean, episode three and four, and I'm like, okay. So then we watch those, and then, like, new episode on Sunday. And we're thinking, okay, episode five is going to be available. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's episode three. We're like, what is going on? And then we're like, okay, when yeah. next week comes episode, we're like, oh, come on. Well, the numbering thing has been confusing, too, because we always, I always thought they were going to count the pilot as one episode, but they made Cause it two Because it aired as one. It even right. recorded on my DVR as episode one. one. It didn't say yeah. episode three. One or two, one and two. Yeah. Nothing like that, yeah. So it's 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 created a lot of confusion, and I think it's it's kind of hit people that are on the fence about the show to begin with. Is it's, it's drawn it out, and it's made it a little bit more painful. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, when you get a series started, you have to have these character-building episodes, but... Give us a little bit more action, I think. And that's why I'm giving this one a B minus, which is my lowest grade so far for this episode. Yep. Um, let's go uh, into episode. So, episode five now, uh, The High Tower. Um, I like this episode a lot because of the action. So, I'm going to give this one a solid B. Um, at great action. We get a lot of plot. We meet new characters. We see the the, the hierarchy of, uh, of, the, 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 of uh, the, the tower, I should say, and the. Uh, of the the Colossus get some good action. We the first orders involved. We got you know some villain action going on here. Um, so you know, in the it, I like this episode as a whole. I wish we would have gotten this earlier or you know whatever. But um, yeah, I'll give it a solid B. What do you think, Brian? Um, I'll go C plus. Okay. Um, for the fact that we actually get 
some Star Wars stuff in there, like with the New Order. So yeah. we got we did get some troopers. Yeah. Um, you know, we did get to see Donald Faison's character. Yes. Yep. So. I mean, I was excited. To see, I was excited to hear how he was. Cause I like him on Scrubs. Mm-hmm. I liked him in the movie Clueless. You know, oh, yeah. you know. So it, it's one of those like, okay, let's see how he's gonna fit in. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything great. Like it wasn't anything like, oh, I'm okay now. I'm now I'm sold on this show. You know, anything no, like I, that. But so right. I'll I'll stay just just above average on that. So I'll give it a C plus. C plus. Yeah. I think they're in the right direction. I'm hoping that we only continue to build now. You know, the, the next week. I don't want it to be like Rebels or Rebels used to give us like a really great episode and then we dive down an episode and then we get a great episode again. You know, I, I'm hoping that they, 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 they build us, you know. Right. You know, yep. and that, you know, next week that we get more of the the First Order or we get more complications of what he's found out, you know, like how he thinks Captain Doza is a bad guy now and, and how, how that, that's going to play out between him and Doza and between mm-hmm. the First Order. Um, so hopefully we get uh, a lot more action and uh, we start to really we can still character build but we can character build with a at least a main plot going on right and they can throw some side stuff at us too but but yeah so all right well before we go uh, where can you find four Midwest guys well it's real easy the best place to go is www.4midwestguys.com there we've got links to our Facebook Twitter our uh, uh, iTunes our uh, Podbean account, which is now being updated going forward, so we now have the audio only of these podcasts being shared, as well as the video on YouTube, which you can also get to our YouTube account as well. You can follow, like, and subscribe everything on for midwestguys.com. Uh, if you want to follow us just on Facebook, it's facebook.com/slash for midwestguys. Twitter at the number four midwestguys. On uh, Instagram, same thing at for mid. It's at four underscore Midwest underscore guys. I need to fix that. And uh, Brian, where can they find you there? Stardust slash Twitter at ink zone. And you can find me uh, Stardust slash Twitter. Also at be 1977. Uh, so a lot of behind the scenes stuff uh, going up on the, uh, the Instagram here the last few weeks. And we'll continue with that. Um, so make sure you uh, again, follow, like subscribe, reach out to us. We're always looking for feedback on these shows whether it's positive or negative we can only improve with with feedback so right um yeah so let us know or if you have stuff you you've noticed that you want us to, to talk sure. about be sure to email email yeah. us or message us on twitter and say hey what about this scene what do you think here mm-hmm. or um hey what about this other show for star wars because we don't just talk about star wars resistance we talk about other things too yes um this is our star wars resistance show however we do have our other shows with our Star Wars updates and things of that nature, probably gonna be bringing back the uh, either book. either Marvel DC Kings in some way, shape, or fashion. Some new form, maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that'll be coming back too. We got Gotham coming back in oh, January yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, anything you guys want to talk about, shoot it. We'll talk about it. Yep. Um, love to hear from you. Yeah, and since this is the Resistance show, if you have questions about Resistance that you want us to definitely cover. Please uh, feel free. We'll be more than happy to uh, put them. Not only give you the credit for the question, but uh, obviously give us our best takes on what we. Yeah, think or theories. Like I would love theories. to hear theories on it too, because we love mm-hmm. to talk theory. Oh yeah, because there's big speculation, and you know, if, for those that are struggling with uh, resistance, and I, I, uh, I had a big conversation. There's a uh, animated Star Wars group, lovers group on Facebook, and I'm a part of that. And a lot of people are having trouble. I'm like, patience, guys, because. His dad is on Hosnian Prime. He's a senator. This takes place six months before Force Awakens happens. Watch the, if you haven't seen Force Awakens, go watch it. You know what happens to Hosnian Prime. So some stuff is going to happen to Kaz big time, probably mm-hmm. more than likely. 
that alone should be enough to keep you hooked and just to see what happens, I think. So, all right. Well, uh, Brian, as always, I want to thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. And this is B. Willie saying, may the force be with you always. Yeah, Kaz, big...